ಶ್ರೀಗಣೇಶಾ ನಮ ಸರಸ್ವತ್ಯ ನಮಃ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹಲೋ ಲಿಸನರ್ಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಈಸ್ ರವಿರಂಗನಾಥನ್ ವೆಲ್ಕಮಿಂಗ್ ಯು ಟು ದ ಫಿಫ್ಟಿ ಸೆವೆಂತ್ ಎಪಿಸೋಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಭಗವದ್ಗೀತಾ ಯಹ ಪಶ್ಯತಿ ಸರ್ ಪಶ್ಯತಿ ಟುಡೇಸ್ ಎಪಿಸೋಡ್ ಸ್ಟಾರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಥರ್ಟೀನ್ ಟೈಟಲ್ಡ್ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರಜ್ಞ ವಿಭಾಗ ಯೋಗ ದಿ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಫೀಲ್ಡ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದ ನೋಯರ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಫೀಲ್ಡ್ ದಿಸ್ ಕವರ್ಸ್ ದ ಫೈನಲ್ ಆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ ಅಸಿ ಇನ್ ದ ವೇದ ಮಹಾವಾಕ್ಯಂ ತತ್ವಂ ಅಸಿ ದಟ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ದಿ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ಸ್ ಕವರ್ ದ ತ್ವಮ್ ಆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಹೂ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಹೂ ವಿ ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಹೌ ಟು ರಿಲೀಸ್ ದ ಟ್ರೂ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ದಿ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ಸ್ ಕವರ್ಡ್ ತತ್ ಆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ ದ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮನ್ ಆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ವಾಟ್ ಆರ್ ಹೂ ಗಾಡ್ ಈಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ವೇರ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಹೌ ವಿ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಸಿ ಗಾಡ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದ ಕನೆಕ್ಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಅವರ್ ಇನ್ನರ್ ಸೆಲ್ ಟು ಗಾಡ್ ನಾವು ದ ಫೈನಲ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಲೈನ್ ದ ಅಸಿ ಆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ ಇಟ್ ವಿಲ್ ಕಂಪ್ಲೀಟ್ ದ ಯು ಆರ್ ದಟ್ ಟ್ರೂತ್ ಇನ್ ಸಮ್ ಬುಕ್ಸ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಥರ್ಟೀನ್ ಸ್ಟಾರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ವಿತ್ ಎ ವಿಶ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಅರ್ಜುನ ಪ್ರಕೃತಿಂ ಪುರುಷಂ ಚೈವ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರಂ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರಜ್ಞಮೇವ ಚೇತತ್ವೇದಿಚ್ಛಾಮಿ ಜ್ಞಾನೇಯಂ ಚ ಕೇಶವ ಪ್ರಕೃತಿ ಪುರುಷರ್ ಇನ್ನು ಕಲಂ ಕಲಮರಿಭವನ್ ಮೇಲೂ ಅರಿವು ಅರಿಯವೇಂಡಿಯದು ಅರಿಯ ವಿರುಂಬಿಗಿರೇನ್ ಕೇಶವ ಓ ಕೇಶವ ಐ ವಿಶ್ ಟು ಲರ್ನ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಪ್ರಕೃತಿ ಪುರುಷ ಅಂಡ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರ ಅಂಡ್ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರಜ್ಞ ಅಂಡ್ ಈವನ್ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಅಂಡ್ ನೇಯ ಸಿನ್ಸ್ ಆದಿಶಂಕರಾಸ್ ಕಮೆಂಟ್ರಿ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಡೌಟ್ ದಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಮಸ್ಟ್ ಬಿ ಆ್ಯನ್ ಅಡಿಷನ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ಹಿಸ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ದ ಟರ್ಮ್ಸ್ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರಂ ಅಂಡ್ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರಜ್ಞಂ ಅಂಡ್ ನೇಯಂ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ನಾಟ್ ಬೀನ್ ಯೂಸ್ಡ್ ಎರ್ಲಿಯರ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಅರ್ಜುನ್ ಆರ್ ಸಡನ್ಲಿ ಆಸ್ಕಿಂಗ್ ಸಚ್ ಡೀಪ್ ಕ್ವಶನ್ಸ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದಮ್ ಈಸ್ ಕ್ರಿಯೇಟಿಂಗ್ ಎ ಡೌಟ್ ಅಫ್ಕೋರ್ಸ್ ದಿ ಪ್ರೆಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಆಬ್ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಒನ್ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಡಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಮೇಕ್ ಎನಿ ಡಿಫ್ರೆನ್ಸ್ ಟು ದಿ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿಸ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ನಾಟ್ ಇನ್ಕ್ಲೂಡಿಂಗ್ ದಿಸ್ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ನಂಬರಿಂಗ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಥರ್ಟೀನ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಹೆವಿ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ದಟ್ ದಿ ವರ್ಸಸ್ ಆರ್ ಕ್ರಿಪ್ಟಿಕ್ ವಿತೌಟ್ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಇನ್ ಟು ಟೂ ಮಚ್ ಡೀಟೈಲ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಅಟ್ ದಿ ಸೇಮ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಗಿವಿಂಗ್ ಎ ಲಾಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಂಪಾರ್ಟೆಂಟ್ ಫಿಲಾಸಾಫಿಕಲ್ ಐಡಿಯಾಸ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಕ್ರಿಯೇಷನ್ ದ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ದಿ ಕನೆಕ್ಷನ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ದೀಸ್ ವರ್ಸಸ್ ನೀಡ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ದಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಬೀನ್ ಗಿವನ್ ಇನ್ ಅದರ್ ಟ್ಯಾಕ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ಕ್ಲೂಡಿಂಗ್ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ಸ್ ಐ ವಿಲ್ ಟ್ರೈ ಟು ಮೇಕ್ ಇಟ್ ಸಿಂಪಲ್ ಎಟ್ ಐ ಕಾಶನ್ ದಿ ಇನ್ಫಾರ್ಮೇಷನ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಸಮಥಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಬಿ ಡೈಜೆಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ಒನ್ ಲಿಸನ್ ಫಾರ್ ಈಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಇಟ್ ಡಿವೈಡಿಂಗ್ ದಿಸ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಇನ್ ಟು ಸೆವೆನ್ ಸೆಗ್ಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಸೆಗ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಕವರಿಂಗ್ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಫೋರ್ ವರ್ಸಸ್ ಬಹವಾನ್ ಗಿವ್ಸ್ ಅ ಬ್ರೀಫ್ ಇಂಟ್ರೋ ಟು ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರ ಅಂಡ್ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರಜ್ಞಾನ್ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಅಂಡ್ ನೇಯಂ ಪ್ರಕೃತಿ ಅಂಡ್ ಪುರುಷ ಇನ್ ದ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಸೆಗ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಕವರಿಂಗ್ ವರ್ಸಸ್ ಫೈವ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಬಹವಾನ್ ಗಿವ್ಸ್ ಅ ಲಿಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಫೋರ್ ಎಲಿಮೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ದಟ್ ಮೇಕಪ್ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರ ದಿ ಫೀಲ್ಡ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಥರ್ಡ್ ಸೆಗ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಕವರಿಂಗ್ ವರ್ಸಸ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಟು ಲೆವೆನ್ ಬಹವಾನ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕ್ರೈಬ್ಸ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಕ್ವಾಲಿಟೀಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ನೋನ್ ಆಸ್ ಜ್ಞಾನಂ ದಟ್ ಪ್ಯೂರಿಫೈಸ್ ದ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಟು ರಿಯಲೈಸ್ ದ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರಜ್ಞ ಫೋರ್ತ್ ಸೆಗ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಕವರಿಂಗ್ ವರ್ಸಸ್ ಟ್ವೆಲ್ ಟು ಸೆವೆಂಟೀನ್ ಟೇಕ್ಸ್ ಅಪ್ ದ ಟಾಪಿಕ್ ಆಫ್ ನೇಯಂ ಮ
Segment 6 covering verses 24 to 13 describe when one becomes free. It gives a summary about Kshetra and Kshetra focusing more on Kshetra More emphasis is given to the universal nature of Purusha rather than the individual nature of Kshetra Final segment 7 covering verses 31 to 34 covers the chapter conclusion. Let us get into the details. Bhavan starts. Idam shariram kaunteya shetramidi abidiyate edat yoveti tam prahuhu shetragne idi tatvidahan. In the udambu kaunteya kalam in a kura patadi. Yavar arivar avar kalamaribavar in bar ade arindavar. This body is called the shetra, and the one who knows it is called shetragna. Shetra is called the field of operation. In a field, we perform various activities like planting seeds, watering, removing weeds, etc. Afterwards, we harvest our work as the fruits of our labor. Field is also a place where we play sports. We also have fields associated with the energy like magnetic field, electric field. In the same way, with the help of the body, we perform various activities and reap the fruits of our actions. We use the body to play a game of life and gain experiences. The body is where the consciousness energy comes into play. Hence, Kshetra is translated as the field in English. Please note that Kshetra not only refers to the human body, but also the body of animals, plants and even inanimate objects like stones, planets, asteroids, etc. It also includes the bodies of Devas, the demigods all the way up to the four-headed Brahma. It also includes the mind, intellect and ego that makes you think that you are the perceiver of objects, feeler of emotions and thinker of thoughts. Anything that you can objectify is Kshetra. It is the field of experience by the subject. Kshetra is anything that is changing whether it is in tangible form or not. Change means perishing. At the individual level, it is our physical, psychological, subtle and causal bodies and at the cosmic level, it is the entire material universe. On the other hand, the one who is residing within the body and acting as a witness, one who is knowledge itself, one who knows what's going on around, the subject is called Shetranya. Each and every one of the millions and billions of bodies in the universe have Kshetragnya in their bodies. That conscious Kshetragnya through Kshetra expresses itself with the actions as well as makes responses to the external stimuli. I know where my body hurts. I know what kind of thoughts and emotions are running in the mind, what my likes and dislikes are. I also see these changes over a period of time. No one else other than me knows this as much as I know myself. Same with each being. But within us, there is something that is constant that is recognizing the changing physical body or the emotional mind or the intellect or the ego. That is Kshetranya. It is the unperishing knowledge principle. Kshetranya is the one who is aware of the physical, psychological and subtle bodies. Many questions can arise about the Kshetranya, the knower of the field. 1. Is there a separate Kshetranya for each field of operation? 2. Is the knower within me different from the knower in another body? 3. 
Is the knower in a male different from the knower in a female? 4. Do animals and inanimate objects have this Shetranya? 5. Is the nature of a Shetranya in an animal different from that of a human being? 6. What about deep sea animals and birds? Does a Shetranya know how to swim or fly? 7. What about a virus or a bacteria? Do they have a Shetranya? 8. If there is a Shetranya in everybody, why is that? A stone is not walking or talking. Shetrajyam chapimam viddi sarvat shetreshu bharatam shetrajshetrajnyayor jnanam yatajnanam matammama kalamaribhavanam naan arivai ekkalatthilum bharata kalam kalamaribhavan avvarivu arivu karuthu enadu and also know me as the knower of the field in all fields Knowledge of the field as also of the knower of the field is considered by me to be my knowledge. I myself am the knower of the field as well as the knowledge about the field. There is only one knower of the field irrespective of humans, animals, devas, asuras, etc. In chapter 10, this was taught as Jnanam Jnanavatam Aham. I am knowledge among knowers. There are other opinions like body itself is Atma and body comes with Atma and ends with Atma. Those are not my opinions, says Bhagavan. Immediately after saying that we are all Shetranya, the knower of our own body, mind, intellect, ego, Bhagavan rushes and adds that he is the real Shetranya, the knower of the field in all fields. Though it appears that for each and every one of the bodies there is a different Shetrajna, the Paramatma, the Brahman alone is the Shetrajna in all the bodies. Sanatana Dharma's firm belief is that the innermost core of all of us is nothing but a Brahman. Kapila's Sankhya Darshan stops with Purusha and Prakriti at the highest level and states that every individual is a separate Purusha. Bhavan does not stop there. He reflects the Upanishad's teaching that all Shetrajna are nothing but the Nirguna Brahman. He adds, Chapi Vidhimam Shetrajnam Sarvak Shetreshu and also know me as the knower of the field in all fields. No exception. It is not enough for you to understand that your individual true nature is Shetrajna, the knower of the field. Cha Api and also need to understand that I, Nirguna Brahman, Paramatma, is that Shetrajna in all beings. Know me not only as the Shetra, the body, but also the Shetrajna in all bodies is knowledge. It is not enough to understand that our true nature is Shetrajna, the life element, but also we have to understand that our true inner self is nothing but the Paramatma, the pure consciousness, and the self in all beings is one and the same. In chapter 2, we studied this as the self in a killer and the killed is one and the same. Not only the Atma of human beings, but also of animals, plants, sea creatures, viruses, bacteria, asuras, demons, devas, all the way to Brahma is one and the same Atma and it is nothing but the Paramatma. At the end of this chapter, Bhagavan uses the light from the sun to explain the Shetranya. Just as one sun illuminates the whole world, so also the one residing inside the Shetra illuminates the whole field. There are two aspects to the light. First, 
the light from the sun is present in the space in between the sun and the earth and yet we do not see that light in space until and unless the light falls on an object we do not know the existence of that light second the shining sun gets reflected in all objects but in a clear pond it gets reflected more vividly than in muddy water or an opaque surface similarly the supreme consciousness is everywhere and yet we do not recognize it it reflects as consciousness only in subtle elements and not in the grossified elements grossified elements are like muddy or opaque surfaces and the kshetragnya is not shining clearly in them in the grossified objects the supreme is reflected only as existence the stone object exists it does not have the subtle mind component to experience the world like humans it does not have the karmendriyas to function like humans the consciousness is there in the living person as well as a dead person in the dead person the subtle elements are missing and hence the consciousness does not get reflected as conscious jivatma in the very first verse bhagavan said idi tat vidaha those who know about it who are those who know about chetra and chetranya answer is the rishis have sung in many ways in various distinctive chants and also in the suggestive words indicative of brahman full of reason and decision in indian thought development for acceptance of truth certain pramanas are accepted direct perception inference and authoritative scriptures the words of knowledgeable persons are accepted sankhya darshan depend on these three pramanas inference implies logical reasoning and deductions bhavan is saying that the knowers of this truth the tattva darshi bihi have also said the same thing why is bhavan talking only about the third and not the first two types of acquiring knowledge the first two direct perception and inference have their limitations acquisition of knowledge depends on the quality of the senses and mind the external conditions and the database collected based on past experiences they are good for object observation and not inner thoughts there are concepts like consciousness samadhi that are beyond the direct perception and inference these can be proved only by people who have experienced these concepts on their own accord and have left authoritative text on them hence bhagavan is bringing rishis who have gone through penance and realized this truth it is not only the opinion of bhagavan that he is the kshetragnya in all many rishis have explained this with logic and reasoning a whole darshan called in nyaya darshan was developed by maharishi gautam it is a system of logic to understand and analyze life self and the absolute truth what did the rishi say about kshetra and its modifications this takes us to segment 2 covering verses 5 and 6 This explains the 24 elements of Kshetra as given by Kapila Muni in Sankhya Darshan. Mahabhutani ahankaraha buddhir avyakta mevacham indriyani tashaikamcha panchachendriya gocharaham ichadvesha sukam dukkam sangataschetanadritihi edat kshetram samasena savikaram udahritam மகாபூதங்கள் அகங்காரம் புத்தி 
அருவம் மேலும் புலன்கள் பத்து ஒன்று மேலும் ஐந்து புலப்பொருட்கள் விருப்பு வெறுப்பு இன்பம் துன்பம் அமைப்பு அறிவு உறுதி இது களம் சுருக்கமாக மாறுதலுடன் வர்ணிக்கப்பட்டது தி அன்மேனிஃபெஸ்ட் பிரகிருத்தி இன்டலெக்ட் ஈகோ தி கிரேட் எலிமெண்ட்ஸ் த டென் சென்சஸ் அண்ட் ஒன் மைண்ட் அண்ட் த ஃபைவ் ஆப்ஜெக்ட்ஸ் ஆஃப் த சென்சஸ் டிசையர் ஹேட்ரட் ப்ளஷர் பெயின் அக்ரகேட் இன்டெலிஜென்ஸ் ஃபார்டிடியூட் தி ஷேத்ரா ஹஸ் பீன் தஸ் ப்ரீஃப்லி டிஸ்கிரைப்டு வித் இட்ஸ் மாடிஃபிகேஷன்ஸ் தி எயிட் ஃபோர்ட் அப்ரா பிரகிருத்தி his lower prakriti that was explained in chapter 7 is now expanded and explained as 24 components of shetra and its modifications first avyakta at the very top the shetra is avyakta the unmanifest prakriti also known as mula prakriti in dissolution everything is folded back into this unmanifest prakriti during the following creation one by one things come into manifestation from this unmanifest prakriti the unmanifest prakriti has the vasanas of all beings put together it is the pradana also known as mula prakriti by sankhyas in sankhya darshan this is independent of purusha the consciousness it is maya of vedantin meaning it does not exist separately from brahman since it is not separate it is called mithya and illusion it is also called ஈஸ்வராஸ் சக்தி ரிமம்பர் திஸ் அவ்வக்தம் கால்டு மூல பிரகிருத்தி ஹேஸ் த த்ரீ குணாஸ் ஆஸ் லாங் ஆஸ் தே ஆர் இன் அ ஸ்டேபிள் ஸ்டேட் தேர் இஸ் நோ கிரியேஷன் மியூட்டேஷன்ஸ் ஆர் கோயிங் ஆன் வித் இன் தெம் செல்ஸ் வித்வுட் டிஸ்டர்பிங் தி ஈக்லிபிரியம் எ ஸ்மால் டிஸ்டர்பன்ஸ் டு தி ஈக்லிபிரியம் பை ரொஜோகுணா ஸ்டார்ட்ஸ் த கிரியேஷன் சைக்கிள் தி ஃபஸ்ட் எவல்யூஷன் ஃப்ரம் மூல பிரகிருத்தி ஈஸ் புத்தி it is the total intellect of all beings and things that is in unmanifest mode this is called cosmic intelligence this gives the laws of creation the cosmic buddhi also known as mahat in sankhya darshan evolves out of the unmanifest prakriti this cosmic intelligence has both purusha and prakriti in equal part the quality of buddhi is sattva it arises when the equilibrium of the three gunas gets disturbed by rajoguna and sattva becomes dominant sattva is a light as in brilliance as well as light as in the light weight in contrast tamas is heavy in an atom the mass is the tamas component at the individual level buddhi's nature is one of decision making to choose between the options as right and wrong good or bad like or dislike etc it is the faculty of discrimination and determination upon a doubt from the mind the intellect must kick in and make a decision it may use its memory of past experiences and fresh data through one or more organs of perception to make a decision as we often experience such a decision may not always be right next to evolve is ahankaraha the total individuality it is the sum of all individualities put together ahankara ego comes out of intellect ahankara arises from mahat the total buddhi without intellect there is no ego it is the i sense that is attached to the body with this i sense we recognize ourselves our abilities it creates an individual identity that is separate from the whole consciousness 
since evolution is progressing in ahankara there is more of prakriti than purusha meaning it is becoming grosser this makes you a separate entity after ahankara arise five subtle elements called tanmatras which evolve to five great elements the five tanmatras are sound touch color and form taste and smell these are rudimentary subtle elements from which gross elements akasha the space vayu the air agni the fire apaha the water and prithvi the earth are produced these are called great elements because they pervade all modifications of the prakriti the whole universe is a combo soup of these five great elements from the tamoguna of the subtle five elements we get mahabhutani the visible five gross elements the further it is away from the root source the grosser it is these seven tattvams evolved from mola prakriti also emerge are a set of 16 elements which do not have the capability of evolving further into more elements before the grossified objects of the world are formed there is a process of grossification called panchikarana also from top down the three gunas of prakriti are permeating everything from the tamas aspect of these five subtle elements the grossified five elements are born and subsequently they go into making the gross objects of the world scriptures give the formula for this subtle to gross transformation of the five elements the gross form of an element takes 50% from its corresponding subtle form and 12.5% each from the subtle form of the other four elements for example gross sky is made up with half of subtle space plus 1/8 each of the subtle air fire water and earth elements same way we get the four other gross elements from the five elements came indriyani dashaikam 10 plus 1 senses that is a total of 11 senses indriyas are the instruments of kshetrajna for giving knowledge of the material world remember the five subtle elements sound touch form taste and smell have the three gunas in them which are passed down to the gross elements five organs of perception namely the ears eyes mouth nose and skin are called jnanendriyas the knowledge senses also known as buddhi indriyas they are sattvic in nature since all the knowledge about the external world enters through these senses the knowledge of the outer world is captured through these senses out of the sattva guna of sound the organ of hearing evolved similarly out of the sattva guna of the other subtle elements evolved the skin eye tongue and nose two five organs of action namely tongue hands legs organs of excretion and organs of generation are called the karmendriyas the action senses they and the five pranas come out of the rajoguna of the subtle elements and finally three the 11th one is the mind the mind creates thoughts like i am going on a vacation i have done this and i have done that i am happy i am suffering etc it is the emotional center the mind is of the nature of doubt and indecision it has ignorance hence it is from the tamoguna of the subtle five elements finally panchendriya gocharaha 
the five types of objects the senses can recognize comes out. In essence, the unmanifest Mula Prakriti plus Buddhi plus Ahankara plus the five great elements plus the five organs of perception plus the five organs of action plus the mind plus the five types of objects of senses together form the 24 Tattvas or Truth. All these 24 elements go to make the entire universe. All these are called Shetra, the field. The reflection of consciousness in this material nature, also known as matter, is called Shetranya. This Shetranya is soon to be understood as Purusha. Remember, the Purusha already got combined with the Mula Prakriti and it is there in all modifications of Prakriti. It is the close proximity of Purusha and Mula Prakriti that started the creation process. Thus, our body is created by the combination of the five subtle elements called Tanmatras and five gross elements called Mahabhutas. The result is subtle body, gross body and animate body. Biological or animate body is what represents the quality of being alive or sentient in nature. It is the subtle body onto which the samskaras or vasanas get imprinted. Subtle body can be destroyed only by removing all vasanas. The physical cross body occupies space. The breathing and respiratory functions use air. The warmth of the body and the burning hunger is fire. About 60% of the human body is water and it plays a major role in the upkeep of the body. This body is called Stula Sharira, gross body. It is nothing but the five gross elements and this gross body is perishable. As said before, the Panchamahabhutas, the five great elements have the five Tanmatras, sound, touch, color and taste and smell. The elements have an increasing order of perception. Space is not a perceptible element. Everything exists in it. It cannot be felt, tasted, touched or smelled. Next, the wind can be heard and felt, but cannot be seen, tasted or smelled. Fire can be seen, heard and felt, but cannot be tasted or smelled. Water can be seen, heard, felt and tasted, but cannot be smelled. If there is a smell, then it is not pure water. Earth can be seen, felt, heard like the sound of earthquakes. In addition to that, taste and smell also emanates from earth. You can smell the fragrance of the earth after a rain. The fruits and vegetables coming out of earth have taste. This is the only element with the smell. The Apara Prakriti does not stop with these 24 elements. It undergoes further modifications and becomes desire, hatred, pleasure, pain, the intelligence, fortitude, happiness, sorrow, attachment, pain, etc. All these are called Vikara, the modifications of Kshetra. All these experiences are called Kshetra because we are conscious of them. They are not eternal. They all have a beginning and an end. These are only examples. You have to include all mental modifications to this list. Right now, we have identified ourselves with our body and mind so much that we do not realize the Kshetranya. To help realize Kshetranya, Bhagavan gives 20 means of accomplishment 
in verses 7 through 11. This is called Jnanam. These are to purify the mind, a prerequisite to realize the self. There are do's and don'ts. By avoiding certain activities and cultivating some others, we get the ability to realize the self. They are all the internal state reflected as the responses to the external stimuli. That jnana is for the next episode. Until next time, this is Ravi Ranganathan bidding goodbye. Oh.